0: Welcome to Loveline with
1: neo feminist, entrepreneur, and talk show host Amber Rose.
2: I'm going to be talking about sex, relationships, and self confidence. Everything from sexual curiosity to self empowerment. Amber is joined by certified sex therapist Dr. Chris Donahue. I'll be talking about my own personal experiences and answering intimate questions from fans.
1: This is Loveline with Amber Rose.
2: Hey, you're listening to Love Line with Amber Rose and Dr. Chris. What's up, Dr. Chris? Hey,
3: what's going on? How are you?
2: Chilling. I'm still on a slow walk. Hi, man.
3: Talk about it.
2: Man, it was just like, it was such a, um, you know, it grew so much in three years. Mm. It was, um, it was really cool because, you know, we incorporated the Amber Rose Open Women's Conference at USC. This year for like the educational side of feminism and activism and sexism and all that other cool stuff. And then um and then we had like the the protest and then we had like a full festival to celebrate women. It was really, really great. It, it was,
3: was two of the most transformative days I've had in a very long time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so let's talk a little bit about what you wore. What was the inspiration between the Captain Ho? Superhero,
2: You know, I'm just saving hoes all around the world, man. <laughs> you know, I just felt like, you know, I felt like people talked a lot of shit about slut walk. So I wanted to kind of piss them off even more. We're a captain's <laughs> <outfit. my> girl. <laughs> you know, I love the controversy. I love to piss people off. I love to uh, piss people off, but also bring awareness at the same time. Like, why is she wearing that? I don't get it. Let's talk about it. You know? Um, And the reason why I wore that is because obviously ho is a derogatory label um, that, you know, men and women call other women to down us for our sexuality or what they assume our sexual history is. Or if they're just uncomfortable because they're insecure, you know, it's just like a it's just a horrible word. And so um, I decided, you know, for me, how I get through the derogatory labels that I embrace them and not every feminist believes in that. And that's okay. But that's kind of just how I deal with it. Most of my fan base deal with it that, you know, come to Slut Walk. Um... And uh, yeah, and so I was like, "Shit, if we're hoes, then I'm gonna be Captain Save a to save everybody." <laughs> I'm
3: gonna be the host of all the hoes. Oh yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. So of course, I was at both, and you know, it's always so powerful for me at slot walks, particularly is the diversity. Yes. It is every race and gender and body type. Mm-hmm. It was it was so powerful, and you got up and you actually said this, I think, on stage. Oh. It was just positivity. Everyone got along. Yeah. And everyone was supporting each other. Yes. There was no drama. There was no violence. There was no bullshit. Such a beautiful weekend, and needed.
2: Yeah, for sure. For right sure.
3: now in this political climate, because we all know what happened in Vegas, which happened right after the slot walk.
2: I know. I was so sad. I like, I really. Heavy. It's so heavy. I really, um, you know, I I couldn't believe. Like I I seen the tape and I heard like the shots. And you know, I could see how people thought it was like fireworks. I yeah. mean it was it's Vegas, you know, it's a it's a, There's a guy performing a huge concert. I yeah. thought it was
3: part of the show when I saw the video as well. It's like how right. did they know that that was guns and not the guy on stage?
2: Right. Yeah. Well I, I think that like the one of the band members was like still playing because he just didn't probably yeah. like the earpiece and everything like that, he just didn't hear and then you just heard screams and it was it was really, really sad. So um our thoughts and, and prayers go out to their families. Um, on behalf of me and Dr. Chris, you know totally,
3: and and you know a lot of the things I'm seeing on social media is just between that and what's going on the natural disasters and Trump's presidency <sighs> and him not supporting law that makes it illegal to um, kill people for being gay. I mean, there's so much going on right Babe, now. Babe,
2: he just he just gave a golf trophy away. Yeah on behalf of all the dead people that died in the fucking hurricane. Like, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm i at the point now where I almost feel bad. I feel like he's senile. I feel like he, he has something wrong with him. And I'm not really just saying that because mental illness is real. Right, And at this point, if Melania, if your wife can stand next to you and you say, yeah, you know, Melania wishes that she can be here right now. And she she's standing le- next to and you. And she's standing right next to you. Yeah. You have a problem.
3: Well, here's the thing. So let, let's actually break this down. This is yeah. actually a really powerful moment. So he's what we call an extreme level of being a narcissist. And the extreme yes. level of narcissism is being a psychopath. Yeah. Where you are so oh, narcissistic. I've, I've dated. Okay. One. So this man seems to lack <laughs> all empathy and compassion. But... One of the things people keep talking about or asking me is like, what can we do? Because people feel so helpless and so hopeless. And so what I tell people is, just pick any level of activism, Mm -hmm. whether it's feminism, sex positivity, body positivity, animal rights, fighting homophobia, transphobia, environmentalism, because all of these systems of violence feed into and support each other. Mm -hmm. And you'll feel really... Powerful in the world if you can find one area and just work and make your life about dismantling
2: But And, and that's the thing. So I said that at Slut Walk. I'm yes. like, look, you know, this isn't just one day a year. Right. You have to take this with you. Make a difference in your community. You know, make a difference within your family. You know, if, if, if anything, make a difference in your family. Like I, I hire guys on purpose to change their fucking lives and educate them.
3: Yeah, well, which by the way, there was a really amazing moment at the women's conference when you used... <clears throat> Big B, Brian, your security as yes, an example. <laughs> Shout out to Brian. He is one of the most amazing, compassionate, cool guys. Yeah. But it was amazing when you were like, when I first hired Brian, he was disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean <laughs> disgusting. You're like, I'm gonna say it twice. You're like, and I had to really school because him. Because he's
2: femininity. a poppy chulo, <laughs> sexy Cuban, you know, gets all the bitches. And, you know, he was he was that guy when yeah. I first hired him and I had to explain to him everything and I had to educate him about everything and also you know my amazing boyfriend that was there that held up a sign this is i'm a hoe too i mean how fucking amazing is that like i'm so lucky to have him because you know he gets it and that's the cool thing about him is like if i can go to his concert while he's talking about fucking bitches you know treating women like shit in his lyrics, knowing, so we have these conversations as a couple, right? And he knows that I'm a feminist. But I also know that he's a creative. And I know that he has lived that life. And I know that he's also very relatable to his fan base. You know what I mean? So you got to, you got to, you know, work together as a couple. So I'm like, look, I'm going to support you. I need you to support me too. And it was easy. It wasn't pulling teeth. It wasn't nothing like that. And he was like, he was like, yo, I should have a sign that says I'm a hoe too. (laughs) Like that's fucking dope. Like he's such, he's such a dope ass fucking dude. Like we literally came home after slut walk, made love and slept like babies. Like (laughs) it was just so, it was so good. And then the internet was trying to just tear him apart. What For what? I mean, because he, because he held up a sign at my slut walk that said I'm a hoe too. And I'm like, well, if we're in love and we're a couple, right. And the, the whole fucking point of slut walk is, you know, derogatory labels amongst other things. Right. right? So basically he's saying, if she's a hoe, and this is my woman and I love her to death. If you think she's a hoe, then guess what? I'm a hoe too. Mm-hmm. And we just gonna be hoes together. We're gonna yes. have that whole history. Yes. And we're gonna love each other <laughs> and be together. That's right. Like what what's the problem? Uh, I don't I don't I know just the it's problem. just that misogyny <laughs> yes. is real.
3: Yeah. Yeah. As though as though he shouldn't be supportive of his girl saying that she's a hoe because that's disrespecting him, but it's not.
2: But they disrespect me. Totally. So, he's not gonna let nobody disrespect me. If they can disrespect me, he's gonna be like, you know what? Baby, I'm gonna just be a whole witch. You're gonna be hoes together. Fuck it. You know? That's a real one.
3: Got my support. I'm gonna marry his ass. Fuck. <laughs> oh, wow, I fucking love him. <laughs> bum, bum, I just love him so much.
2: Like, oh my God.
0: All right, all right, all
3: right. Oh
2: my God. All right. I think
0: right. we have a caller.
2: Oh, Leah is on the line, baby hi leah
4: hi hey hey how can oh we my help god. you I, oh my god i told myself i wasn't gonna fangirl but this is low-key real cool anyway um, <laughs> hi <High>
2: key uh <laughs> hi key um
4: before before i recording, i just want to say i love you guys this podcast so much and like y'all got me so woke like i'm <laughs> so in tune with like myself and like my sexuality and like just me as a person and like i know so much now and it's all hey. because of you and thank you so much
2: oh do it really dr chris
3: take it forward get it out there in the <laughs> but, world like, really. drop those gems woke time. Oh, i too. will
4: i've been telling everybody they need to listen to y'all i'm dropping gems all over the place thank you.
2: that's so dope uh, thank you for that uh
4: so here's my question um so when i'm like having sex like with woman I'm like really intimate and I'm like going down on her or whatever. Like I could be down there for ages, but like my mouth gets really dry. (laughs) So like Mm -hmm. I have to stop and like like sometimes I can like make her come like it's fine, but like I wanna like keep going but like my mouth just gets dry and I'm like, okay, I gotta take a break. Like do y'all have like any
3: tips? Well first off first off we're giving you an award. (laughs) (laughs) for being such an amazing partner and lover. So cheers to that, Leah. We're giving you the Loveline Award for being an amazing partner. It's the first time you've given that out. That's awesome. (laughs) You've earned it. Um, Stay hydrated. And, yeah, and candy. You know, there's something about having candy in your mouth that'll keep you salivating. It can kind of keep the saliva going. It can also make okay. um the vaginal area taste real good.
2: Yeah, it also can give your partner BV I knew and yeast infection. I knew that's,
3: <laughs> where I knew um, that's where we're going.
0: That's where we going.
2: See, that's that's the yeah, good thing. That. That's the good thing about sucking dick, because like you hit that one <laughs> gland in your throat, and then you get that like slimy spit that's just like, you know, when yeah. you like beat it, and it's just like.
3: Mac and cheese, as you said. Mac and
2: cheese, boy. <laughs> yeah. So, hi, so besides staying hydrate, hydrated in candy, um, what it? What else can she do? <clears throat> I'd
3: say, I'd say this. Number one, staying hydrated. Well, what's, what's making
2: her mouth dry? what's this Does she? Do you smoke? No, I don't.
4: Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm like breathing too much. I don't know. Like the same thing happens. Like, um, like if I'm having sex and like. Um, someone like makes me come like really hard and like I'm just breathing a lot, like by the time I'm done, like my mouth's
2: dry. Mm, yeah.
3: Yeah, you just might be one of those people that just has dry mouth. They they sell rinses right <laughs> over <on> the counter.
2: gotta Just like when she's not looking, just stick your finger down your throat.
3: <laughs> also, you know, again, we've given you the award for your dedication. Um, c- Thank consider you. Consider switching things up. You know, sometimes if our hand gets tired or our tongue gets tired or our mouth gets dry, we can kind of keep that action going with our finger or a toy. So maybe try to switch okay. it up a little bit, give yourself a break, um, have a glass of water by the bed, <laughs> it be
1: right. tough, you know,
3: multitasking, <laughs> swig of water with the fingers handling it, but um, props on what you're doing. You know, sometimes it's just an example where our biology is our biology and it gets in the way of life, you know?
2: Mm-hmm. For but sure. Props yeah. to you. Good luck with that. Good luck, Leah. Thank you. Thank you so uh, much,
3: right,
4: Yeah, guys. take care. Thank uh, you, too. Oh, wait, wait, Leah.
2: Uh-huh? I'm going to be in Chicago tomorrow. Are you going to come to my store, my in-store? Shut the fuck up. Hell yeah, I'll be
4: there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Where?
2: When? Just look on my Instagram. I'll be there tomorrow night from 7
3: to 10.
4: Oh, fuck yeah, I'll
2: be there. All right, I'll see you tomorrow.
4: I'm all hydrated. right, see you next <laughs> All right, <laughs> Bye. bye.
3: I love positive problems. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's like I just give head. All that's like the girls that are like, "I'm just so wet." Yeah, I, don't I know. know.
3: What's wrong with
2: me? <laughs> I
3: orgasm too much, and I'm too wet. Oh my god, it <laughs> just drips out my much.
2: leg. <laughs> Bitch, shut up. Lucky ass. I uh, know.
3: Hashtag lucky problems to have. <laughs> you know, again, come into my office for a week where you hear some really heavy, sad stuff. And I love when we get callers like Leah, where it's like a a, a gift of a problem. Yeah. So yeah. Um. <clears throat> so slot walk was awesome. Yeah, the women's conference was awesome. Yep. Um. It's been exciting to see the responses. It's also been frustrating to see some of the uh, obnoxiousness and response as well. Yeah. People always got to rain on everything. Yeah. Fuck them. I know.
2: How about the protesters for our protest? Welcome outside? back to Loveline with Amber Rose. Man, listen. <laughs> If you ain't got protesters outside this is God hates you and God hates fags, then, then you, doing it right. you ain't doing shit right. You ain't doing it right. You
3: ain't pushing the envelope enough. <laughs> but sure. when the Westboro Church shows up, you know you're on point.
2: Ooh, I'm waiting for them. Hopefully they come next year. <laughs> no, they were there. No, shut yes, up. they were. The Westboro
3: Church. Straight up, dead serious. They were there. Yes. Yes, they were there. Shut your fucking yes. mouth. No, they were there. The Westboro yes. Baptist Church. They were there. They flew in. There was like six or eight of them.
2: Fuck you!
4: Yep,
3: security was near them. They knew the police were right by them. Yeah, they knew that shit. Was, was it the right crazy
2: on. psycho one? With I the... didn't.
3: I didn't see who it was, but a couple people that were in my group with me saw them.
2: I'm so excited so, right now.
3: Yeah, you're. You, it's it's on. It, goals met. Like slut You not goals, to bro.
2: <laughs> and did you know Westboro Baptist Church was at fucking slut walk protesting? No. Yes. That's yes. so sick.
3: Yes that's what was yes they flew in yes
2: they fucking flew in that's so cool that's so fucking cool I know why is that so cool
3: (laughs) because they're an institution and again like if you've if, if you've if, if they're aware of you and you've upset them, then you're really fighting the good fight.
2: Fuck, I love it. Yeah.
3: And it's I'm like,
2: so wet right now. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm so fucking happy. It's the
3: small things in life, though. Oh, my God. You know Westboro, I mean?
2: they're a fucking legend, bro. I'm winning in I life.
3: Know. Yo, no joke. I saw one of the documentaries about them, and um, that's quite a family. And, you know, again, a family that's supposedly doing the work of God. It was such was such a group full of anger. Well, they
2: I think the Westboro Baptist Church feels like they're the only people that are going to heaven like just their family
3: all eight of them oh god bless them
2: i think there's like 50 of them really Uh, okay there you go yeah well at least we got eight yeah yeah yeah, maybe next next year we'll get 20 yeah that's so fucking
3: cool. Is it gonna? Are we gonna be able to be held in the same space? I feel like it's so massive. No,
2: I don't think. Ne- I don't think next year. The only thing about LA is that there is not like New York. Q open it. Um, can you open it, babe. Um, <clears throat> shout out to Ann, our producer. She was at Slutwalk, Walk, getting slutty. Yeah, it was awesome. Um. What was I saying? It's going uh, to LA versus New York. And oh, yeah. So, like, New York has, like, big parks and big areas and stuff. LA just doesn't we have that. We really,
3: really don't. You're right.
2: Yeah, we don't have that. So... This
3: person's kind of... Yeah.
2: I might have to bring it up, you know, like, up Agoura Hills or up that way or something like that.
3: I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <sighs> Sorry.
2: Up, up, up the 101,
3: you know? <laughs> it's too um, far north.
0: Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: Welcome back to Loveline with Amber Rose and certified sex therapist, Chris Donahue.
2: Okay, we have Richard on the line. Hi, Richard. Hello.
1: Hey, you're Hi, on with Amber Rose
2: and Dr. Chris. Hey, how Richard. can we help you?
1: Hey, guys. Um, Well, you? I just have a question about being, I guess, at a certain age and... um. Learning how to date again, I guess. Um, I guess I should give you a little backup. I I was in a relationship for 25 years. I finally cut that off uh, because he was abusive. And I finally grew some balls and kicked him out. Um, I met a guy around two and a half years ago. He's older. And uh, we hit it off. It was great. The thing was that he had a partner. um, So we were kind of like in a polyamorous sort of relationship, semi um. So I kind of was thrown into the dating scene in a very, very hard way. Um, they broke it off, and so now it's just me and my boyfriend. Um, like I said, he's older. We have we were we had great sex at the beginning. You know, uh, now it's kind of like seldom. Um, just recently he was away for two months, and we have an open relationship. So. You know, all that's fine. But I guess the thing, the question I have is, is, how do I handle this? Is I guess since he is having sex with somebody else, but not with me, like, how do I just don't know how to put it in my head to where I don't know if I'm even explaining this correctly.
2: So you're, um, So you're in a relationship with this guy and you guys have yes. an open relationship and he's having sex with other people and not you.
1: Well, not not a lot. It's just once in a while, you know. But we hadn't had sex in a while, and he had sex with this person. And I'm like, my first question to him was, "What's this guy's secret?" Because I want to know what he's doing because I want to get some from you,
2: right?
1: And, you know, and he's like, "Oh, well, you know, it just happened, and it's something that was just new." And Richard is, yeah,
3: you're nailing it. Like, there's a couple. quote unquote just rules of life or sexuality or arousal and any relationship has to kind of battle them and one of them, you just used the right word which is anything new or novel is most often gonna be a little more arousing than anything we've been or we become familiar with. So that's why we don't tend to watch the same movies all the time or eat the same thing and it's exciting to go out to dinner because it's something new and so if you've been with someone for a while, a new person is most often gonna sometimes have a little more arousal to them. Um, And then also, people that have sex with other people, it's usually because of something they have that's different from some of the people that we have sex with now. So this other person that he has sex with is probably very different from you. And so it's most likely not anything that you could provide or something very distinct from who you are sexually or as a person.
1: Totally makes sense. I guess the thing is, is that I just it's just, I feel like I'm so bombarded with this whole the whole dating thing at such a late age that I feel like I'm like going through a crash course of relationships and and all these sort of different ways, and I'm just and for some reason I just can't let it go. I guess this one little thing, and I don't know if it's gonna. Like cause a problem with it. I don't know what to do about it. Sometimes I'm but okay, ultimately, sometimes I'm what not. Do,
2: what do you, What do you want? You want something more monogamous?
1: No, not really, because I know I want to play and I have played, but but you still like, you still want to be with him, want him too. This, I just want this guy to want me <laughs> sexually, and I just don't know if there's anything that I can do. I mean, you know, it's just kind of like I you Does know. Does he like have any he says, sense of this? He's you know he's sixty one. I'm forty seven, and it's okay. like you know there's that. Difference, you know, maybe I want it more, and I, and I think me, I keep asking for it, and I'm wondering if I'm just pushing it, pushing him away by asking too much. Or what do you too mean when you, when
3: you say you ask for it? What does that mean? You'll just say I, I, I like more. Yeah, sex in general,
1: like you know, can we? Can you help me jack off? Can you help me get off? You know, can um, we? You know, you don't have to necessarily do me. Just you know, let's just do something.
3: And his responses
1: he kind of just laughs, like, you know, like I, I, and he doesn't laugh like in a bad way. It's just like, you know, you know, it's late or he's tired or, you know, something. Yeah. So So that I get these little, and you know, he's the best guy. He's very honest. He's totally open with me. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know what to do. I, I feel like also another thing is that you know, he, he's, you know, he keeps telling me, you know, go out and play. Go and do stuff. You know, if you want to, go ahead and do it. But, like, I don't... Okay, I let me jump in, Richard. Let me jump in. It.
3: Let me jump in. So, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. It sounds like the reason why you're not saying to him, awesome, I'll just go get off with other people is because you want to actually have sex with your partner because you want the closeness right. and the bonding that it brings, correct?
1: Correct. Okay. You need I, to use that language. I don't know if a problem is, is if I'm just equating sex with... Love, I guess.
3: Say that one more time.
1: I don't know if I'm equating sex you are. with love.
3: and it's okay to do that because that's one of the possible reasons we can have sex, and you want that. So here's the thing. Right. Look, we, we can sometimes end up in relationships with people that maybe we're not sexually compatible with. We can sometimes end up in relationships with people that aren't attracted to us or we're not attracted to them, but they like non-sexual parts of us. Um, we can be mm-hmm. in relationships with people that are really avoidant of a lot of closeness and intimacy and so they want to have sex anonymously because they feel like there's not a lot of intimacy in that. I don't know which one right. of these your partner might fall under but when I'm in a relationship, I say to my partner, sex is really important to me. I like to have a lot of closeness and intimacy. I like to lot, I like to have a lot of sex with the people I'm with. I like to use sex as a form of love and closeness and it sounds like you right. want that. And so have a serious talk with it
1: and i i we have, okay. and he's very intimate in other ways, you know, just cuddling, kissing, and every way, but it's just I don't know, it's just the sex isn't happening, and I don't know if I'm
2: maybe, thinking maybe, too much into it, Dr. Chris, do you think that maybe his partner is? not being honest with him about what he wants sexually, like maybe he's into something more kinky that he gets from other guys that are just random.
1: Sure. It's very possible
2: because I, I I go through that a lot too. But the thing
1: is, is that we're, mm -hmm. we're very kinky (laughs) (laughs) when we, I mean, we, I mean, it, it goes from like flogging to just very, you know, we can get kinky. It's just that he keeps saying it's his age. Which is possible. It's very,
3: I mean, look, as we get older, um, our erectile functioning changes. Our sex drive can possibly change. Our energy levels can change. Um, You know, it's really hard because this is one of those things that's really a question about someone else who's not here for me to ask these questions to. So I can't speak to what his um, issue is. But I would say if it's a concern of yours, get into some couple's therapy and really work through this. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to find comfort in the relationship as it is, because that's what it will be.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the problem I'm having is just trying to actually understand and accept it. It's just, I, I, I guess when he, when I see him or when I think of him having sex with somebody else, I just feel like, you know, what is it? What, you know, what do I have to do? What, what why not me?
3: Get some sex. Therapy, but I don't know man. if that's just a
1: maturity are, in, in a relationship that candidate. I just don't have. <laughs>
3: All right, well, listen, good luck, though. You got to talk to him. I think you guys need some therapy. All right. All right, man. Thank good you. luck.
2: Thanks, Richard.
3: <clears throat> See, it's really hard when I don't have the other person here to kind yeah. of... Yeah. But I work with some couples where um, they come in for therapy, and one of them finally says something like, I love you, I have fun with you, I'm just not attracted to you.
2: Damn, That's that
3: sucks. Yeah, or... Um, I I love you and I think you're awesome, but um yeah like you were calling out I there's kind there's some sexual things I want to engage in that I don't think you'd be into or mm-hmm. I, I want to try having sex with different kinds of people. Well, remember
2: inside. I remember I told you that like usually in my relationships like they they're around me and they look at me kind of like angel esque yes. and they want to be very you know cuddly gentle yeah. and night and sometimes you know I want to get choked out and smacked you know what I mean.
3: And also the thing is is not every guy like we have this assumption that dudes are always aggressive, assertive, and dominant and can top. Yeah. And not all guys, hetero or otherwise, are tops. Yeah. Some guys, hetero as well, are more bottoms. Right. And they're passive. Yeah. And they don't have it in them to choke you out and kind of own you and throw you down. Mm -hmm. Um and like this poor guy Richard just called and was talking about like his partner's in his sixties. He might just have been losing a sex drive. It might take the excitement of a new partner to really right. get going. I don't yeah.
2: know. All right. Well, Richard, call us back. Let us know what's cracking. Do we have <laughs> any stories today?
3: Uh, we do. Anne has them with her. Oh, Annie. So cool. fucking bitch.
2: <laughs> what the fuck?
3: What are you going to Chicago to do?
2: Um. So my Reeboks are coming out tomorrow. Oh,
3: I saw them. Yeah. How freaking cool! Thank
2: you. Congrats.
3: That's really badass.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Um. So I. So these sneakers are for girls un- only. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. so they only come in girl sizes. Um. But if you are a guy and you wear a size nine, then you can get an eleven. That's the biggest size. Cool. So, um, but because they are like unisex kind of shoe, like they're not girly at all. Um, they just come in girl sizes. So yeah. So I'm doing an in-store in Chicago.
3: Oh, really cool.
2: Tomorrow. Yep.
3: Nice. They look badass. It's on my Instagram. Get out there, Chicago. Are you going to be going anywhere else at some point to do that?
2: Um, I did LA already the, the night of slut walk yeah. when I was going to pass out because I was so yeah. tired Red Bull
3: <laughs> I don't know how you did it when I knew you were leaving to go do that I was like bless her she works her ass off
2: No, for sure Um, let's take another caller we have Kate on the line sorry Ann <laughs> come on Ann I can only go oh my god okay Kate
5: hi hi
2: Kate you're on with me and Dr. Hi, Chris. I how love can you.
5: we how can we help you? We love you too. Um wow, I don't know where to start. Okay. Um <laughs> well, I'm 20 years old. I've been in a um really happy, healthy long-distance relationship for about a year. Um, pretty much like since I moved out um, on my own. So how, how
3: long is the distance? I've never
5: really been like fully single, but okay. I mean, really happy like in my relationship. Kate. Um.
3: How 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 distant? Yeah, is about the a distance?
5: month and a half ago, I met. I met can you, this can guy you hear us? Can you hear us, Kate? My... Can you hear us?
2: Hi. Hi. I can hear you. Okay, go ahead. Doctor Doctor Chris had a question. Oh, I just
3: wanted to know how long the distance is. Like, where where are you? Where's he?
5: Oh, it's about a four-hour drive.
3: Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's far.
5: Yeah. We see each other, like, I'd say every month or two months. Okay. Anyways, um, so I met this guy here where I live, and, like, the second I met him, it was, like, an instant connection. And, I mean, I'm so young, and I was really, like, hesitant and fighting myself, but I you know, have been exploring this because I feel like I'm just going to miss out on an opportunity, and, like, I don't know, I'm so young, and, and so I, yeah, I've been doing this, like, without my boyfriend's knowledge, and at first, I wanted to ask him, like, for an open relationship, but, um i don't know i'm just having a really really hard time um figuring out what i'm going to even say to him
3: let me ask you a big question i mean to be
5: completely honest i'm like i feel like i'm like in love with this other guy and it's really intense and i mean it's so hard to like so why won't you just I let the so other guy go and guy, let me, But also at the same time, but, like, I'm grieving my relationship that's, like, likely to end. Can you hear us, Kate? Can you hear Yeah, us? I can hear you. Okay. Um, so this, this
2: would be my advice, right? The guy is long distance. You see him every month or every two months, right? You feel like you're yeah. in love with this new guy that's kind of in your neighborhood that you get to see all the time. And so... You could ask the guy for an open relationship, but then would you be lying to your current boo about the other guy? Because then it's just a whole web of lies.
5: The thing is that this new guy, like, is fully aware of my boyfriend, and this relationship would be open. Like, it is open, and, um, yeah, I just, I never thought I would want an open relationship, but, like, seeing the way this guy, like, loves, and I mean, I should mention that he's, like, 12 years older than me and, like, has just had so much more experience loving all these different people and being free with it, and it's really, like, appealing to me, and um, I don't know, it's just, it's hard because I feel things so intensely, and I, like I said, like, I've never really been single, and so...
3: Okay, but Kate, I, let me I ask you a really question. I don't
5: really want to lose my boyfriend because I love him. Okay, so Kate, I, I, I want his companionship. Kate, um, I'm not convinced. But at this point, she, like we're not building a future together. Like we're okay. Doctor Chris is not it.
2: convinced. He's not convinced.
3: I, 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 I'm not hearing you say <clears throat> what I want to hear you say to support you in this polyamorous thing. If you said to me like, I, I want to love multiple people and I want to build relationships with multiple people. I kind of feel like I'm hearing you say the opposite which is I don't really want to get rid of this guy that I'm in a long distance relationship with. Um but it's not necessarily maybe what I want cuz I want to kind of see what else is out there and so I just want to kind of try to find a way to have everything. Don't don't tell him you want to be with him unless you 100% make sure that you do. Yeah. I'm not I'm not somehow I'm not hearing that in this. Like you're really taken I in mean, by this new I mean I did think
5: that at first. Okay. Like You know, when I first started hanging out with this guy, like, I really did feel like that, but now I'm just, like, I feel like I'm so focused on loving other people, and, like, I think maybe it's best to be single and, like, reestablish my love for myself, and I don't know. It's just, it's really, there's so many emotions because I feel like I'm, like, grieving this relationship, but at the same time, like, I'm, like, falling in love, and I'm just, like, an emotional wreck, you know?
3: I'll say this. Um, what you're doing right now isn't very kind because you're not in an open relationship because your original partner who's long distance has no idea what's happening. And so right now it fall under you doing some things in secret. So you absolutely need to have some kind of conversation with your quote unquote boyfriend. Some conversation about something. Yeah. Either, either you're saying I need yeah. to be single or you're saying I need to be polyamorous or you're saying I don't know what I want right now but here's what's going on, I fall in love with someone else as well. Give him a chance to weigh in on what he wants as well that should be your main goal yeah because he might solve it for you
5: i wish i could have this conversation with him like right now but i just think it's a conversation we need to have in person that's why i haven't told him yet i haven't seen him so i'm seeing him in a few weeks um and i'm just i'm i'm sad i'm really sad to hurt him and yeah, I'm just really afraid of
2: being emotionally vulnerable. She, and like Dr. Chris, do you think that she needs to, to talk to him in person? Because it's a four-hour drive. So either she's going to drive four hours and have to drive four hours back
5: or no, vice versa. I, I mean, I'm already planning like a trip, like a weekend trip because it's my hometown.
3: I'll say this, and this, and a lot of people might be shocked by this. I oftentimes will say, I don't care if you... Text it, email it, call them, or drive to see them. Some things you need to do sooner than later because it's another person that's involved and you want to take their feelings into account. And some people just want to be brought into what's going on and they don't care the method. If I was him, I'd want a phone call immediately. I wouldn't want to wait weeks later and find out that this has been going on behind my back for that length of time. I would be open to a phone call or a FaceTime or Skype because I'd want to be brought in what's going on. Would you I remember? agree. Yeah.
2: yeah, I agree because right now he's he's you know being loyal and faithful to you 4 hours away and you're not and you're 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 mm-hmm. cheating. And so, you know, you have this guy that's just sitting there probably thinking about you all the time and you're talking to someone else. It's just Yeah. You know, but Dr. Chris and I always say that you have to be compassionate towards people.
3: Yes.
5: Yeah, and I, I just, I'm sad to hurt him and I'm really, really dreading it. You, you will,
3: know? you will hurt him. But that that is part of you being honest and really respecting the relationship you have with him and who he is. And so my advice is you get off the phone with us and you immediately call him or Skype him and say, I have to have a very difficult conversation with you right now.
2: I agree.
3: Mm-hmm. No, d- mm-hmm, say yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
6: That's called I, love I and compassion,
3: it. yeah.
2: Yeah, don't let him sit around and, and wait. You wouldn't like that done to you if he was, you know, with another girl this whole time and you're just being in love and loyal and faithful to him. Yeah.
3: Because polyamory is consensual. It's transparent. Everyone's on board. Everyone's okay with it. Everyone's aware of what's happening. It's not something that we do without telling the other people or behind their back. So clean yeah. this up. Clean this up, Kate. Call back and let us know how it goes. Good
5: luck, okay. Kate. okay. Thank you guys
3: so much. All right. Yep. Bye.
2: She's twenty.
3: Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's learning.
2: Yeah. She oh she's gonna learn today. She gonna learn today. <laughs> she is gonna learn today. <laughs> After that phone call, boy. Yeah. Sheesh.
3: Well, when I hear people say things like, Oh, well, I I, I want to do face to face, so I'm gonna wait six months till I get there, I'm like, no, dude, that's a delayal tactic. A delaying tactic. I don't yeah. buy
2: that. Yeah, I agree. Uh I-
3: Call them now. I would want that phone call right away, so I can understand what's going on in in, in my life. Like, see,
2: I can't. It's for me. It's like I, I'm. I don't know. I'm just built different. Like, if I'm in love with someone, I don't see anybody else. Right. Like, not even physically. Like, I just. I. I won't. I won't even entertain another person. This is right. how I am. You know. But um, everybody's different. Shit.
3: It sure is.
2: Fuck it. Um, long hopefully. distance
3: is hard. I mean, and again, that's not a way to excuse what's going on and what just happened with this phone call. But um, long distance is difficult. It's, it's a really hard configuration to pull off. You have to be really willing to stay very close and very connected and check in a lot, especially like me and you. Me and you want like... Yeah. If I can't see you, I want tons of pictures and I want you to call a lot all and text a day. lot. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> FaceTime all day. At FaceTime 21 all day. Oh, yeah. Day.
3: I was joking about that. When we were doing the MTV thing that we didn't do, um, I was... I would say you would like be FaceTiming him as you walk down the hallway, sit down, like, I don't know, open something, call him back. Yeah. <laughs> and then, big, I got to go. I have to like tie my shoe. You'd like unfacetime him and then call him back. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. You guys are adorable together.
2: Yeah. We do it all day. But it's mutual. <clears throat> yeah. You know, when it's mutual, it's good because you don't feel like you're blowing somebody up or no. bothering someone. No. It's just like yeah. you both want the same
4: thing. Yeah.
3: But that's why I mean you will only date people that want that because. Yeah. I don't want five hours to go by not know everything you ate. <laughs>
2: right. Did you shit today, honey? Exactly. Just checking on you.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Everything you thought about, everything you ate. <laughs> oh, man. we you have another caller, We got Anne? problems.
2: Yeah. Nicole.
3: Nicole.
2: Hi. Hi. You're on with me and Dr. Chris. How can we help you? Hi, guys. Hey. How are you guys? Good, honey. Good. How are you? I'm good. I just kind of
6: wanted to call you guys to kind of get like a little bit of advice with this guy that I'm dating. Mm
2: -hmm.
6: So I've been dating this guy for like about four months. Um, He's great. Um, He treats me really well. Um, He's amazing. But he has this problem. And like when he's mad, he just doesn't talk to me for a couple of days. And I feel like, well, he told me that it's because his dad left him when he was a kid. And that's kind of how he coped with that. So I just don't really know how to go about that, and I don't know how to, like, handle that because, obviously, if I want to be with him long-term, that's just something that I'm going to have to, like, learn to deal with or, like, find a way to deal with. So, like, I want to be able to respect him, but I also want to be able to find a way to, like, make myself happy and, like, not feel like I'm giving everything to him, you know, if that makes sense? Yeah. So I just, I, I don't know how to be, like, sensitive towards him because I've never dealt with it. So I just kind of want like, advice from you guys to see if, like, what you guys think I should how I should go about it or Amber, how I should like what ever, should
3: I expect? Have you ever should dated someone like him? that? Where when you fight they just kinda of cut you off? Yes. What was that like?
2: Um, it's very difficult. <laughs> um, it's yeah. very it's annoying. Dust. Yeah. Um but if you really care, if you really, really care about him, you have to, you know, talk to him, communicate, and be like, listen. When me and you have a little altercation or a disagreement, you can't just go rogue and fucking I can't find you and we don't talk or, or something like that because it's going to make me feel like you don't give a fuck. And in turn, I'm yeah. not going to give a fuck. Like, that's what I had to say. Yeah. If you continue to do this, I'm not going to give a fuck because you're pushing me away.
3: It's one of the most Punishing things people can do, and it's it tends to be an attribute that uh, guys are more inclined to do uh, in the in the field of psychology called stonewalling, mm. where we literally like find a way to throw up a wall and you slam into it. I mean, I jokingly say that I sometimes, and when I'm in my office and I'm working with <clears throat> a man and a woman, and the woman's expressing a lot of emotionality, sometimes the guys that can't handle it are like leaning off the couch as far away as they can get from their wife, almost ready to like roll out the door. But here's- Wait,
2: sidebar, right? Yeah. I heard that like when women cry, men get extremely like turned off. Like it's like a mechanism where they're just like, I can't-
3: Flooded. I get flooded. like that. Oh yeah. I get
2: like that when when <clears throat> uh, my one of my girlfriends cried to me. I'm like, you get flooded. I like.
3: Well, I mean, traditionally, here, okay, see here. Okay, let's open up. Let's go there. Uh, we talk a lot about things like the problems with masculinity, and we call it toxic masculinity, where guys aren't raised to be around emotionality. Yeah. We're like, go go play football. It doesn't hurt, stand up, you're fine, don't cry. So guys aren't used to being around a lot of emotionality. Guy, Male friends don't sit around talking about emotions. So it's rare mm-hmm. when they're around it, and so when they're around it, it's new and it's overwhelming, where girls are raised like, come here, honey, sit on my lap and cry, and tell mommy all yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't it. do that it's with a, my son. It's a
2: mess. Yeah, I don't right? do that <laughs> with my son.
3: So couples come in and the guy's like, I'm not used to this, this is the first time I have emotionality around me, what the hell do I do, right? right. But here's what I offer people, Nicole, and maybe say this to your partner as a way to work on getting better, which is <clears throat> you if you just like run out of the house or hang up your phone or turn it off, it's very abandoning. It's very punishing. I tell people this. These are the rules I give the guys. You say to your partner where you're going, how long you'll be gone, and when you're coming back, and then he's allowed to bolt. Because that's the first step in him learning, how to be a little more accountable. Because when you're in a relationship, you can't cut out like that. It impacts the other person. So he needs to say to you, like, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going out for an hour. I'm going to my buddy's house. I'll be back. Then he's allowed to go. But he's not allowed well, to just like his disappear. His thing
6: is that he like doesn't talk to me for days. No. And then, like,
3: no. No. It's not going to work. And he's
6: like, also like, the most prideful person. So it's like hard to talk to him. Is
2: he a Taurus? Just want to know. Is he a, a Taurus? Yeah.
6: No, I'm a Taurus.
2: He's a cancer. Mm. I don't
3: know about that stuff much. I don't really know about a I don't know party. what
2: that means.
3: I don't either. I gotta no, tar-
2: usually Tauruses are like really, really bullheaded because okay. I've dated a couple of them and they're like that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Nicole, you should be a little alarmed because that's the, that's the that's one of the most unrelational behaviors to do in a relationship. Right. And so I don't want you to just kind of like roll with it where he disappears for days when he's upset. Like that's... That's, that's getting a little emotionally sucks. abusive. I don't. It's a heavy word to throw in there, but that skews that way a little bit. So, right? I, I, because
2: then at that, that at that point, you're literally walking on eggshells. Yes. Because you don't want yeah. him to
3: leave. Yes.
2: Yes. Exactly. That's yes. horrible.
3: So, guys that are listening, don't do that. That's not okay. When you want to run away, it's actually better that you stay and you deal with what's going on in front of you. Um. But Nicole, you got to kind of let them know like that's not going to fly, and that that's a deal breaker.
6: I should- Kind of give him like, like an ultimatum in a way. Just be like, if you're going to like dip, then I don't want to do deal with this. I don't like thing. that
3: word, but I do think you need to let him know I can't be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to work on healthy relationship skills and you just disappearing okay. does not fly.
2: Okay.
3: Yeah. Yep. Y- you tell him I told him. so.
2: <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> All
3: right, All right no, good luck. Thank you,
2: guys. Yep. Bye. 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 Yeah, that fucking sucks. And it really is like because you're almost like, oh my God, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I don't want to approach him about how I feel about something else, you know, because then he's gonna run away and For days. talk to me. Yeah, that's horrible. That's really horrible. It really is emotionally abusive yeah. because you're just
3: Where are you? What are you doing? Who yeah, are you with? When right. are you coming back? And that's what's so scary. And that's why I tell guys like some people need to take a moment and count to 10 or go for a walk and so that it, so it doesn't come off abandoning just let someone know where you're going and how long you're going to be gone and that you're coming back and right. then they feel safe like that's so that's just not okay that's really overwhelming so
2: No for sure Anyway Yeah for sure Well for your chance to be a part of our show leave your questions at 213-375-5258 and our wonderful producer and we'll give you a call back. Um, make sure you leave a message. We do not shoot this live. Um, <clears throat> so leave a message and then we'll call you back. Be very clear with your phone number. Say it two times on the on the voicemail, please. Call into 213-375-5258 and subscribe to our podcast love line with amberose.com. It is on Spotify and everywhere else you can find um, podcasts. And thank you for listening, you guys. guys. Bye.